Welcome to Sterile Packaging on Track Radio. This podcast delivers insights on medical device packaging from regulatory affairs, process management, as well as discussions on the latest in sterile device packaging technologies. Each episode, our host, Charlie Webb, speaks with global experts to bring the most relevant information to our esteemed listeners. As sterile packaging compliance becomes increasingly more challenging, it is vital to avoid information gaps that could risk your medical device packaging program. Avoid package failure risks and build your skill set from your colleagues' experience and from insights from sterile device packaging subject matter experts. You're listening to Sterile Packaging on Track Radio, Spot Radio. Welcome back, medical device manufacturers and medical device packaging experts, to another episode where I sit around here and chat about sterile device packaging and medical device packaging. I'm Charlie Webb, and I'll be your host as usual. Hey, have you heard about it? Sterile Packaging Day. So this event is coming up March 10th. Really cool event. It's being brought to you by the Sterilization Packaging Manufacturers Council. I know many of you probably know them as the SPMC. What a cool organization and what a cool cause. So basically what this is all about is to bring attention to anyone that sort of orbits into the nimbus of medical device packaging, the process of bringing a medical device safe and sterile to the point of care. And they're bringing in everyone, recognizing everyone that touches this mission. Material scientists, material manufacturers, converters, medical device manufacturers, packaging engineers, even reaching into the hospital and clinic to the SBD departments. Anyone that touches that process of sterile device packaging, medical device packaging, is going to be recognized on March 10th. So we're going to talk about how your company can participate in joining in on this cool event. And to find out more about it, I brought in a special guest today. I have Don Alip. And before we get going, let me tell you a little bit about our guest, Don. Don Alip is currently the Director of Product Excellence at Amcor Flexibles. And he's responsible for driving the product growth strategy and leading Amcor's product management and field service team. Since 2019, Don has served as Marketing Committee Chairman for the Sterilization Packaging Manufacturing Council. You may know it as the SPMC, an industry organization dedicated to developing consensus on test methodology among industry leaders, sterilization packaging manufacturers, and publishing guidance documents for healthcare packaging validation. And Don's here, and we are going to chat about this cool thing that we've got coming up here. If you're in medical device packaging, it is cool indeed, and it is the Sterile Packaging Day event. And we have Don on the phone with me right now. Hey, Don, thanks for joining me today. Hey, Charlie, appreciate the time. Let's talk a little bit today about, well, while you're here, the Sterile Packaging Day. I mean, do we have shirts or are we painting our faces? <laughs> Where are we going with this thing? Sounds cool. I'm definitely on board. So tell me a little bit about why this has started. Obviously, it's about awareness, but tell me how far the reach is going to be, what started this thing, and I'm excited to hear more. Yeah. So it's the inaugural Sterile Packaging Day. It's going to be held on March 10th of this year. And we really felt that there was an opportunity to really celebrate the producers, the designers, the test facilities, the equipment companies that all play a big role in in sterile packaging. We like to call sterile packaging the silent hero. It has a lot of value and focused on patient safety. And there's so many hands, there's so many organizations, there's so many minds that touch and go into the development, the production and sterilization of sterile packaging that it's an opportunity for us to recognize each other from colleagues, mentors, suppliers, customers. So it's really important to us. And that was one of the things that from the marketing committee of the the SPMC, 
we really saw as a need. We also saw it as an opportunity to create awareness. I think there's many folks that just see it as maybe they don't even see it and really just want to educate what the impact that sterilization packaging has, keeping the device safe until point of use, helping to maintain that sterile barrier until point of use, and uh, really what it means from a a patient standpoint. And, And certainly what 2020 has had us all reflect on was our ability to get products out into the market. And in order to do that, there needs to be a robust supply chain. And again, that's where we take a look back at all the different producers, designers that play a role into developing sterile packaging. If we take a look at who we celebrate on that, it's certainly the folks that you'd mentioned qualify. And and even if we keep going back up through the supply chain from where it's sterilized, certainly the sterilization companies are part of this. The sterilization packaging manufacturers are certainly part of this with our medical device manufacturers who design these you know, life-saving devices and certainly the packaging engineers that are part of this. And even the regulatory bodies, the, the AMEs of the world, the ASTMs of the world that provides you know, some of these guidance for how we should validate and get these products safely out into the marketplace. And then certainly the, the raw material suppliers that play an important role in the sterile packaging supply chain. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's funny how in a medical device manufacturing facility, the it always seems to me kind of interesting. I've, I've been in a million clean rooms in the last 30 years and medical device design engineers, manufacturing engineers, it's not surprising that they have sort of a more of a starring role at the organization. But in packaging, if you're a packaging engineer, it's frustrating, I think, for all of us in packaging. Sometimes we're like, come on, you're throwing a device in a bag. What's the big deal? I think a lot of startups really are surprised when they find out when they jump into 11607 and start to unfold the process. And if they're really going to follow that to the letter and you know, begin to realize quickly that there's far much more to it than they believe. I mean, we've had an engineer, uh, several tell me the 510K to get the medical device approved was less difficult than fully complying to 11607. So, but you, they certainly don't get that sort of fanfare. So I really have a great appreciation for medical device packaging engineers that are working for medical device companies that have the task. And I've said, and everyone's quoted me saying this a million times, but an efficacious medical device is poisonous if the sterility is lost. And so it doesn't make any difference if you have the most incredible state-of-the-art technology that's going to save lives. If that device isn't delivered safely to its point of use, then obviously that creates a huge risk. And so we have an important role in packaging, and it's so outstanding that you guys are recognizing that role. So who is this going to roll out to? Is just for the uh, recognition in the industry? Or are we going to leak into actual consumers to say, hey, there's people in sterile packaging that keep us safe? Is it going to go to that sort of guy on the street sort of level? We take a look at this continuum and, and we have the sterilizationpackaging.org. It has a sterile packaging day website where you can see exactly a lot of the content that we provided. So I encourage you and your listeners to visit that. But we've got a pretty interesting graphic that really just shows at a high level who that supply chain is. And ultimately, we celebrate multiple fronts, right? From a sterilization packaging production standpoint, that's where the SPMC member companies are part of. 
Uh, certainly, we take a look at our suppliers, our customers from a celebration standpoint. But you know, certainly anyone that handles and uses these devices in the clinical setting, whether it be healthcare professionals, the healthcare settings themselves, and certainly the patient. I think we can all take a look at our own lives and see how the packaging or the healthcare setting helps save a loved one's life. So it's a pretty big continuum of who we celebrate. And I think it's an opportunity for the first year to really educate the impact and the value that the packaging has in the entire process. But certainly the patient and the healthcare professionals and the clinicians are part of that complicated supply chain. And yeah, there's definitely in scope for who we celebrate on Sterile Packaging Day. Well, is this basically what you cover when you talk about the three pillars of sterile packaging? What Maybe a little more clarity on that. Yeah, so the SPMC sat down and said, okay, well, Sterile Packaging Day, it's important. It's great to create awareness. And what do we want to create awareness about? So on the website, we've highlighted the three pillars of Sterile Packaging Day. Certainly one is focused on patient safety. It's really at the heart of what uh, Sterile Packaging Day is. And I think we take a look at it as producers of sterilization packaging or even from the perspective of an equipment supplier or a device manufacturer. And what we do from a sterile packaging perspective is we deliver peace of mind. You talked about exactly the greatest device, life-saving device. If it's not delivered sterile and safe at point of use, and certainly that's what the vehicle that the packaging plays, it's, it offers that peace of mind. And then the other pillar is really there's the multiple hands, right, that need to work together to make sure that the packaging is produced on time, produced with fully validated materials, and withstand the sterilization process consistently. You need a robust supply chain in order to get to that point. And that's really the third pillar of Sterile Packaging Day is uh, the supply chain strength within the industry. Well, obviously, this was new to me. I stumbled across it, I believe, on LinkedIn. For the industry, how are you getting the word out so we all sort of know about it? And then tell me, what is the day that we've, is it a specific day? Is it a a month of awareness? Are we actually a a single day? And what happens on that day? And and what does that look like? Yeah, so I would say for this inaugural one, it's very... LinkedIn has been the primary channel where we're communicating this, and we certainly are trying to point folks to the sterilization packaging website for the official Sterile Packaging Day website. So that's the medium. And I think for year one, we're trying to make it go viral. We're certainly taking the opportunity to recognize colleagues, recognize suppliers and customers to create that awareness. So the official day is March 10th. And again, you're probably seeing LinkedIn posts recognizing individuals within the industry that are making contributions and making a difference. And so we're certainly amping that up. And our member companies are also doing the same. Our member companies are doing it separately as well. We've also talked to other suppliers that are not members of the SPMC because it's an industry-wide event. It's not Mm -hmm. specific to the SPMC. We want to celebrate everyone that plays a role in the production of sterile packaging or the use of sterile packaging or the design of sterile packaging. So that's kind of the approach we're taking. Okay. And from the event standpoint, you know, we picked March 10th with a purpose. There's a, an organization that has the National Patient Safety Awareness Week, and it's typically that second week of March. And we felt that uh, Sterile Packaging Day would be a great time to put it that Wednesday, typically when the National Patient Safety Awareness Week falls. So, And that's when we plan to have it for future years as well. Okay. Well, hopefully everyone can pass this along. Any uh, sort of 
closing thoughts on your organization or this? Uh, and this is the uh, first year, correct? It is the first year, correct. I would say it's certainly people ask us and say, well, so what do we do, right? How do we celebrate a sterile packaging day? And the sterilizationpackaging.org website, we can post that link in the show notes here, but we've provided some five tips of how to celebrate. And I think tip number one, we've developed shareable graphics where you can recognize a coworker and share that graphic or recognize a customer or supplier mm. via LinkedIn or via other social media. So that's tip number one is how do you recognize someone? It could be someone that you haven't connected with in some time and you know maybe there's an opportunity to think about them. Another one is just raise the awareness of the value of sterile packaging. That would be our tip number two. So we've posted an infographic just talking about the timeline, brief history of it. And I welcome other organizations, other companies to also spread the word and create their own graphics and information to talk about what sterile packaging, what that impact is for their customers or their patients. Another one is just to show tip number three would be show support for the healthcare professionals. So I think especially now with COVID and the stress on the healthcare system, we'd like to use this opportunity to serve others and opportunities to serve others would be individuals or organizations to make donations, whether it be a food donation for the third shift health system in your area. It could be a donation of much needed PPE if that's something that your organization or yourself, you can contribute to that. Again, just to support healthcare professionals. Tip number four on the website, we highlighted, we talked about organizing blood drive or donating blood. Again, if we think about how we can serve others and serve the community, certainly donating blood is a great opportunity to do so. And at the same time, you can you know, rest assured that all the supplies used in the process are rely on sterile packaging. So there's that peace of mind associated with that. And then finally, something fun for us we developed just a scavenger hunt. And it's really just, let's take a look at the world around us. It could be if you're in a hospital setting, certainly you're going to have a lot of sterile packaging surrounding you. If you're in a home or office, we've arranged kind of a a quick scavenger hunt to make it relevant to the individual. So this might be an opportunity to educate others as to how pervasive and how important sterile packaging is in our lives. Well, Don, thank you so much for taking time to join me today. What a cool cause this is. So thank you, Sterilization Packaging Manufacturing Council, the SPMC, for throwing this little party. It's going to show up uh, March 10th. That's a sterile packaging day. Now, if you go into the show comments, you will see there's a link. Now, here's what I ask you to do. Follow that link. Uh, As Don mentioned, there's some shareable graphics. I've already put one on my LinkedIn profile and plan to spread them more here at Vanderstahl Scientific. We are also sort of brainstorming on what we may do coming March 10th. We have some ideas that's cooking up right now. I urge you and your company to also participate. Let's make this a big one. Let's keep this event going. So thanks again, Don, so much for joining me. This is Charlie Webb, and you've been listening to Sterile Packaging on Track Radio, Spot Radio. See you next time. This podcast is made possible by Vanderstahl Scientific. Executive producer, Lisa Wasberg. Director of Media Service, Hector Garcia. Audio engineering and editing by Joel and our friends at East Coast Studios. And this is Jonathan Lockwood saying thanks for your support, medical device manufacturers. See you next time on Spot Radio. Spot Radio.